The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pot and Cast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John, Frack. Welcome to Pottercast number 617. Here we are. We made it. We made it! And Melissa's back. I am back. Welcome back to the show, Melissa. Thank you. I really enjoyed listening and pounding my head against the wall, wishing I could stop you guys. <laughs> no. No, I don't know. It you was really funny. It. I enjoyed it. I did. You guys were funny. It was a good and time. It was interesting. good. Funny and interesting. And how funny. about that little chunk of something, by the way, guys? If you are a Patreon at our patreon.com slash pottercast, you got a little extra called a little chunk of something. It's a little chunk of sounds, something. Sounds pretty gross. What it was, was that we got together to record, couldn't record, so just, you know, talked about everything. And we talked about a little chunk of something. It's well, just, it's just a, a little, little chunk know, of something. It's only for a certain tier of subscribers at Patreon. Scroots, Which tier? my fave. Scroots, the top level, the, the, the five bucks a month, guys. We've got like 60-something patrons now, guys. Dang. Thank you. We should give like the the other patrons just a little of the little chunk, like like a little, little chunk, chunk of something, like, like a, a slice chunklet? of a chunk of something, just a little a slice chunklet? of something, like a sliver, yeah, just a taste, a, of a small of portion chunk. of something. <laughs> so oh, the other other <laughs> the other Patreon levels are getting posts, and Frankie's going to post art, and we right. also. We also read your messages with priority, and we're going to be mm-hmm. addressing some of your messages today. So please, if you are so inclined, support us at patreon.com slash pottercast. Yes, please. And speaking of pottercast, this is a Harry Potter podcast. It is. We like to get together and talk about the Harry Potter stuffs, the news, all of the latest theories about who's the Half-Blood Prince and everything, uh, all here and this wonderful hour of Potter. So Snape, good Two of us have been doing this for more than a decade. Frankie, you've been doing it for more than like eight years or something. And yeah. Zach's been pod- podcasting for a long time and is our newest host here on Pottercast. You're here. Hello, Let me Zach. just say, it's been a real blast. Oh, All right. I'm so glad. I especially been... had a lot of fun on our last episode. No offense, Melissa. We talked hey. about some real important stuff, I think. Oh, we did. It was all very important. It was hogwash. 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 No, Hogwarts, let's pronounce Hogwarts. No, the episode was called Hogwash, Frankie. Yes, I know, true. I'm just being silly. <laughs> but Melissa... Have we not introduced ourselves? Oh, I, I guess not. Nope. nope. Let's pretend it's the beginning for a second. Sure. <laughs> hi, I'm Melissa. Hey, Melissa, I'm John. Hi, John. Hi, John, I'm Frank. Oh, hey, hi, Frank. Hey, Frank, I'm Zach. Wow, nice to meet you, Zach. Really nice oh, to meet you, Zach. too. Gosh, golly gee, I'm so Frank glad y'all are here. Is that new? I have many names. Hmm. <laughs> But people who have been around for a while may know him as Frack. Yeah. Frack. Frack. As, as in, and Frack. And so Frack. what are we going to be discussing on this year, Pottercast? Oh, my gosh. All your latest Twilight news theories discussion. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not Twilight anymore. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. Can I just say congratulations to Harry Potter oh. and Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? 
and oh, yeah. Colleen Atwood oh, yeah. for winning their first Oscar. Oh, first Oscar gosh. only took nine films. Fantastic. Uh, the Academy loves them period pieces. <laughs> period pieces. Well, they it do. shows. Yeah, because of the costuming is like of another era. Yeah, I guess. they love focus it. Because it's just because it was the first one to take place in America. And then they're like, okay. Honestly, curiously, they probably. didn't win any BAFTAs. Hmm. Interesting, <laughs> shocking, John. Yeah, out of such the country. conspiracy theorists. Speaking of Newt stuff, we got all sorts of Newt cases to give out this week. You all sent in your best imaginative thoughts on uh, what you would put in your Newt case, and oh boy, Melissa, I can't wait to hear which ones you picked. So. Neither can I. <laughs> Melissa, what would you put in your new case? What would I put in my new case, Moochka? I was going to say, can we just leave Moochka in there? No. no. We'll just can we just send with... Moochka to whoever wins the new case? That's so mean. That would be like trick she... or treat, right? You get your That's mean. new case. That's animal abuse. You are no. abusing animals fictionally. Seriously, though, terrible wouldn't, person. wouldn't a new case be a great place to keep your pet? If you wanted them to have like the most Certainly ultimate the litter box. The whole movie's about like, <laughs> Basically, yeah. You know, that's, if it's good enough for funny. a bunch of magical beasts. That's the whole beasts, movie, you're right. I mean, that's heck. Funny <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. You're not wrong. Isn't a case a great place to store well, animals is what John just said. <laughs> that's a really... Yeah, I, I think someone should have thought of that. I think you're on to something. Um, I wish they would address that in the films, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read you some of these. Oh, great. Let's hear their Twitter and then, handles, too. Seven the Snape says, I don't know if you're still taking submissions, but my new case would basically be a cupboard under the stairs with all my Potter books. Aw. It's a good fit. Yeah. And Mr. Angel Prado says, a secret passage to Hogwarts or a vanishing cabinet. No, that's just not in the cards. You can't just make it like a rumor requirement. Well, would he put a vanishing cabinet in it? In if it he because- he a vanishing cabinet- Well, but, but look, he's smart. Does? Newt said he was, he was caught because he only had one exit. So he's trying to put oh. something in the cabinet. Clever. It, that is that's really smart yeah that is I mean Scamander underscore Diana says I put a Gryffindor common room for my family whole mm. Hogwarts library Quidditch pitch and Magical yes. Garden I feel like that's, that's a much. lot Think big. That's too much. I'm gonna put all of England in my new case <laughs> that way I can visit England whenever I want ridiculous <laughs> you might as well put the philosopher's stone in there and then you'll never die unless you stop drinking we're it. just breaking all the rules now i'll put death in there so no one will ever die again oh, genius frankie that's beautiful frankie oh doodles Aww. one says uh, this is verita sarah m yep. says my new case would have cappuccinos mochas and hot chocolate as well as lots of shelter animals oh yeah i like that their name is veritaserum it's verita serum i know but it as sounds like, like sarah it that sounds like veritaserum unsurprisingly a lot of people a lot of people said um libraries but i just read one that made me laugh jessica 6119 says i would put the entire trump administration in my new case <laughs> that's wonderful <laughs> and then what they want a new and case. They never and then open it again. <laughs> never. I, oh I vote. For, I vote for her. Someone says a literal city of music. I don't know oh, what that what? means. How does that work? Like a common room for each album, but the room itself is music. That's an interesting concept. Wow, that's really imaginative. If I had a new case, I would store my memories in it so I can go back to any moment and relive it. Well, that's a oh. pensive. Okay, but that's a, a place for your pensive. And Dumbledore would not suggest doing that. It's doing oh. on the past and dreams. Um, here's one from Sophia. 
Sophia Trig VT on Twitter. She says, I would keep mine and my girlfriend's shoes in my newt case. At Pottercast, we may have a shoe problem, and there's a picture of about 100 pairs of shoes. <laughs> that one is pretty funny. Yeah. That's cute. That's amazing. Okay, Jessica, Twitter, Jessica619. Follow. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. What's her we last will follow name? you. Uh, Bagdavitz. Jessica Bagdavitz. I don't know. She's going to have to send us a direct message so that we can get her address to send her her newt case. Do we have her email and social security number? I mean... Not yet. You might need it. Okay, not, not yet. yet. <laughs> Send all of that in to us mm-hmm. and a self-addressed envelope. No. Zach, what is the other winner? Oh, the other winner. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Something about um, shoes. <clears throat> Sophia, Trig, you want a new case? You win. You win the You're new case. You're getting a new case whether or not you want you get one. get a new no. case. Please follow Congratulations. us. Congratulations. Thanks for playing. You are following us and we will send you a message. Let's send her a message right now. Do oh, it. Oh boy. No, but that's going to give a spoiler. You won. Set, tell her that if she tells anybody before the show comes out, then she relinquishes her newt case. <laughs> I like one of our winners' other tweets says Google Doodle has zero chill and I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Google Who Doodle does? has zero chill. Never has any chill, which is great. Oh, I don't get it. I'm not talking it's about you. Doodle. Not talking about you. Talking about the more famous doodle. Does it Google doodle? So, John, you were doing a thing. Yeah. So, speaking of Harry Potter and Trump, you'll never guess what is happening on Reddit. The Harry Potter subreddit has just banned all Trump-related postings because apparently that <laughs> turned into an issue. So, wow. they have made a new rule on their subreddit. Uh, no more politics in general. So, what is the, what kind of issue people were like... What, what was happening? You know, I think this is kind of happening lots of different communities where like the purpose for the community is one thing and Trump bleeds into it because he just bleeds into everything lately. And uh, this is just how one community has decided to tackle that. They just decided to uh, ban automatically any political posts uh, that aren't about Harry Potter, apparently. What do but we, what do we think about this? People are annoyed because they're like, well, yeah, but... There's certainly politics in Harry Potter books, and yeah. they're certainly of a particular perspective. So, you know, how is this not uh, eligible for conversation? But uh, I think uh, they just didn't want to do that there, apparently. That's really it's really interesting. I'm conflicted about this. Yeah, I wonder if yeah. it's... Yeah, that kind of confuses me, too. It's a pretty big too. subreddit, too. It's huge, the Harry Potter subreddit. I, I admit that I don't spend much time there. But uh, it is fairly large. Maybe we should have one of the administrators on to discuss it. Yeah, that would be really interesting. I'd actually really like that. I'd be curious to know what their decision was for exactly. Was the talk was it was it were they bashing the president or were they saying good things? You know, like what was the predominant problem? And what is the thing that preempted? Like, okay, we can't even do this here anymore. Like, right. we don't know what happened, right? We don't we don't know the whole story. So yeah. I I'm going to reach out. I think I know the person who runs it and so hopefully in a future episode we will we'll talk about this for real because that's a big part that's a big portion of the harry potter community truly yeah it is yeah. So they've got uh, almost three hundred thousand members on that group wow and it ties in directly to like book five hello um so yeah. i can see how this is like a i'm really yeah i'm i'm conflicted too part of me gets it because it's like oh keep it harry potter that's the point but at the same time it's like mm, what are we doing yeah there's like yeah. a whole big um you know people are saying that this is censorship and uh blah 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 not the spirit of the like, books and blah 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 you know this is like asking the christianity subreddit not to apply the bible to their you know uh conversation the whole point of the book is moral parable wrapped in good story 
And uh, they're starting to say that Harry Potter is a, a great gateway to talk politics. And yet they don't uh, want to do that there. Maybe the answer is, well, I don't know what the answer is. I got nothing. What would Joe do? I got nothing. It's hard. She'd post what about Trump. What would Joe do? I th- <laughs> well, she's constantly posting about Trump, you know? Yeah. yeah, honestly, I wonder how many people Joe has managed to, uh, you know, not necessarily tune into po- politics because, hell, no one needs help doing that these days. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. well, we're going to spend a whole episode, I think, next week talking mm-hmm. about Joe and politics and Twitter. And uh, if you actually have any thoughts on this, our listening audience, if you're want to weigh in on this and uh, how you feel about, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling getting involved in the political debate online, uh, go ahead and send us a tweet at Pottercast or an email. Or a message if you're a Patreon person. Yeah, or a message if you're a Patreon. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that episode. That'll be really fun. Next episode, we'll be talking more about J.K. Rowling and her social presence and what, what her increased presence in our social lives means. Social lives, don't you, don't we wish... You were hanging out with Joe at a party. <laughs> Don't we wish? I do. Says the people who've hung out with Joe. I haven't. <laughs> Zach, you said that in such a subtweet I way. I was a subtweet <laughs> like, wave. How you were like, Frankie and Zach are the new guys. They've never met J.K. Rowling. That's totally what I meant. At least you're new. You can say that you're new and we haven't. I've been here for nearly a decade and haven't. I'm so sad. That's true. Yeah. Doodles. Zach, you came in right after. That really sucked. I'm sorry. So we've been reading some of your feedback lately here at our Patreon and Twitter and elsewhere. And uh, we have some pretty interesting conversation starters, guys. Should we take a look at a few? Yes, please. Yeah. All right. Dear John and Hank, I said... (laughs) That's reversed. No, that's right. Well, no, I'm John, so I would have to say. Oh, got it. It's Frank. With with an F. Dear John and Frank. Oh, Oh, my God. What if we called it Dear John and Frank? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) How do we not realize this? That's perfect. Anyway. I don't actually have uh, a thing to read. I just was hoping one of you did. Well, I have one from who is a message from Adam Davis, uh, who oh. is a Patreon of ours. I recognize you guys have that mentioned, name. yeah, you guys have mentioned a couple times now about how the swooping evil venom was described by Newt as potentially being able to get rid of bad memories and have taken this literally. However, the way I interpret it was different. He says this when speaking to Jacob, and I feel that he included the, quote, bad qualifier to make his explanation more accessible for a nomad who might not understand why memory wiping would be a necessary tool. I heard it more as an example of what it could be used for, not necessarily a requirement for the type of memory it erases. I do like the idea that Queenie placed some sort of charm on Jacob when kissing him that perhaps perhaps lessened the effects. So what do we think? When he was saying that the sweeping evil removes bad memories, was that just sort of like an a way to explain it for Jacob or was that the real thing? I think that would be a great, um, you know, out clause uh, if you wanted one. But I think language is very deliberate with Joe and that she wouldn't have included the qualifier, if you will, if it wasn't going to be relevant. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think because I like, I like the notion that it is more, it's like, such a broad spell like that i would want it to be more general um but at the same time like i think it's out of character for newt newt would be like the one guy not to talk down to him 
know what I mean? Because he appreciates right. him for who he is. And so I don't think Newt would talk down to him like that, like, or think less of him in a way that, oh, I have to dumb this down for the muggle. I don't think he'd be that way. Yeah, it'd be the only thing that he would have done that for because everything else, he just told him the truth. Like to Newt, he, I think he just figured, you know, look, like if this guy's going to have to lose his memory anyway, what's the point in, you know, trying to sugarcoat some of it? He's going to end up losing all of it before, you know, all said and done here. Yeah, and fair. the look all over his face was just kind of like, you know, this is not what I wanted, but this is what has to happen. Yeah. But now all of that said, thinking about the fact that this isn't a spell, and this isn't even technically a potion, this is a raw ingredient coming from a magical creature. And if you consider evolution to uh, give this particular creature, this particular type of uh, substance to it, you know, you would imagine that it was useful in uh, keeping this creature, this species alive, that, you know, if that was to be ingested or if it was to fall upon a predator, what would happen to the predator? And, you know, really what, what would happen if that substance were to get on somebody that wasn't you know, a human or a wizard or a nomad or what have you. Hmm. Hmm. So you're saying like the naturally occurring swooping evil, not used in this connotation, but out in the world, turning into the person mm-hmm. like over time, becoming what it is. How did they use it? What was the purpose? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just like the phoenix doesn't use its own tears necessarily to go around healing other, you know, creatures or what have you. Some of these creatures have really magical properties to to them that are, you know, stuff that could be harvested. So, in in nature, what would it be used for? Do you think that the phoenix doesn't follow its mythological roots and it wouldn't have some kind of purpose like that? What do you mean? Like, do you think that Joe in- integrated Fox into the story and the lore with phoenixes and just just kind of put them there you know what i mean like this is how like this is a basically a domesticated version but are they still in the wild are the swooping evils still in the wild well they had to have been in the wild for newt to have found them right yeah i think phoenix may have been a bad example for your analogy john i know what you mean i think phoenixes are so intelligent that they probably would have healed things when they needed to because they would know better but for the most part a normal quote-unquote magical animal like unicorn blood like all that kind of stuff. Like they yeah, wouldn't, unicorn unicorn's blood wouldn't example. use their blood in the context in which it was used in the story naturally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, again, they, they, that is a really good example of a magical creature's properties actually coming to its aid because, you know, while the blood can uh, heal, it also really will... Uh, you know, condemn the person or the thing consuming it. Uh, so it's 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 an odd thing to to be used as a uh, defense because it doesn't prevent you from being killed. It just basically is kind of like an f you to the creature that kills you. Is there evolution cycle these magical creatures? Is, is it basically like? They already hit the survival stage, and then at some point, because they're magical, it's just whatever that next thing is, like, why ever they have tears, why the swooping evil's venom does this, why unicorn blood does this, it's just for other reasons. 
I mean, it could have been like with the unicorn, you could argue with unicorn blood, like that was a defense mechanism because then it, it, it slowly caused other creatures to stop hunting it because yeah. it knew that this was not a viable source of food. That's true. Yeah. Just like any other like evolutionary thing, like it's just in their environment, it produces uh, advantage. And so that's why it, you know, it rises to the top. There's quite a few creatures now that you think about it that have properties that could really be very useful to other <laughs> other creatures and other other people. Like, uh, what's the one that can turn invisible? Demiguys. Yeah. And their fur or whatever is used to make the invisibility cloak. Very, very valuable and very hunted because of that. Yeah. He was so cute with his little Macy's bag. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good question. Was it a question? I don't. Oh, yeah. The question. I mean, it a, right. It led to a bunch of other questions. I think we I think we all agree that it's a it's a literal definition that it's that the language is important. My other thing is that if he fully expected Jacob to be obliviated at some point, why lie to him? Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, exactly. that's a good point, too. Yeah, yeah. But I do enjoy the notion that the spell, I like I like the simplicity that the spell is more broad than that nuanced, but I just can't get behind it based on Newt's character. Well, here's the thing. How did Newt have any idea what the the, the substance did? Because, like, when he brings it up, he kind of mentions it originally as, you know, with like an air of uncertainty about what it was going to do. And at the end of the movie, he's like, oh, sure, yeah, this will fix everything. And nobody questions him. And are we still thinking that he's not sure what's going to happen? In reality, did he actually do some tests on it already? And when he was sounding unsure, he was just kind of being playful about it? or Well, he... What do you mean he sounded unsure at the beginning? I don't recall well, that. For I... him to say, like, the language that he used suggested that it could produce this result. And that was very odd when you pair that with the ending of the movie. And hmm. I feel like for him to have any idea of what the substance would have done, either somebody else must have already done some trials on it and he became aware of it from that point on and then went to capture some for the sake of his you know whatever the hell zoo newt case he was making there <laughs> zoo um, newt case but uh if he was to be the one doing tests with it how would he even remember what the hell he was doing um if it actually well no it doesn't have any effect on magical people does it um, but, the, but then yes, how do you yes, know what it, it does? I think it does it because does. they stayed under the awning. Yeah, they just stayed inside. But no, then but at the same time... The, uh, other people walking around in the rain putting the buildings back together. Yeah, and the, there um, are muggles inside who are affected by it. So you don't have to get wet by it to get affected. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that part that like... Yeah, it, this is oh, it's only muggles. How did he know it was only for muggles? And what the heck's that animal doing making stuff only specific to muggles? I mean, it could be as we could like it. I guess for me, because I don't like it when these things don't add up. Yeah, I can, I'm getting really pissed. Yeah, it, it irritates yeah. me. <laughs> and so me trying to retcon it or rationalize it, I can see <laughs> the fact that the Thunderbird is such a intensely magical creature that maybe 
the relationship it had with Newt, they had this relationship in which it it understood his intention and it could kind of just do that. That is a bridge too far. Oh my God. Reach the, the Thunderbird's going to do its own magic. Like, flips. oh, well, uh, I think I understand what you want with this. I'll a go ahead and hop, do a spell. A skip, a jump. So do you that guys is... honestly think the Thunderbird had nothing to do with it? He just made it rain? I have no idea what the Thunderbird did to the I think vial, the Thunderbird... But... I think we are meant to understand that the Thunderbird knows it has to take that vial up into the thunderstorm and get it into the thunderstorm. And then the vial is what? It's not the Thunderbird. The Thunderbird just delivered the vial. In my head, the Thunderbird had a hand in it. Not a huge hand, but it wouldn't have happened if Newt just threw the vial into the sky. The Thunderbird I mean, had to be there because it was a magically created storm by the the Thunderbird. You can't, Newt couldn't have thrown it. Like the Thunderbird got it up there and got it to break i know what you're saying saying is i think the storm was caused magically by the thunderbird well Well, yeah yeah Yeah. it creates storms as it flies it helped make that storm as big and as whatever as it was but it was a magical storm storm and somehow integrate that vial of junk in it like did he zap it with lightning and it evaporated and it somehow mixed them with the rain or like did the did the did the bird swallow it and then put it into its own magic for its storm and Forgot like where you he could was. just feed that bird any potion and it would turn that into rain potion because like there's a lot of fun potential with that that's cool like, give the thunderbird some poly wow. juice and make everybody turn into the same thing i guess it would be the bird wouldn't it be? Because it would be. It's yeah, just, no. the bird. Juice. yeah, no, you that probably just thing wouldn't work. John, right. in there, and then it'd be like a thunder crab flying. That'd be weird. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> That's terrifying. That's terrible. If you feed a magical creature a completed polyjuice potion, what happens? It's for human transformations only. It's, yeah, that would be bad. You probably it That's probably the killed. Use of dragon blood, John. Just put a little dragon blood in there. Is it? Yeah, just put a little dragon blood. Shoot. Little dragon blood. The fact that we're able to talk about this this scene with such confusion, it's just uh, it is confusing. It is kind of, when you when you really think about it, it would be helpful if we had a book, you know, because this kinds of, these kinds of things happen in movies like this, mm. and then we have we just have an explanation for it because the book has more information. But now since we don't have a book and the kind of fans that we are, we're like, all right, so how did the yeah. vial get in the rain. It's almost like they make these things like hoping that people don't sit down and pick them apart. On a podcast. On a podcast. It's almost like they just intended people to watch them and enjoy them. Well, that was pretty <laughs> short-sighted then if they think that no one was going to... Especially Harry yeah. Potter. Have they met the Harry Please. Potter fandom? Like, seriously. Oh my seriously gosh. now. Alright, so we got a lot of confusion about that one still, so we're going to add that to the pile of uh, things to be sorted through. Conclundrums. Yeah, that's a conclundrum. How the hell did the Thunderbird make this magical vial of juice from the sweeping evil, you know, wipe the whole city's memories? Even the people inside. Even that that still bothers me the most. Like the guy taking a shower, suddenly the stuff already made its way through the whole water supply. No, no, no. It's not the water supply. It's just that he's in the air. Because like... If it didn't go through walls, that would bother me. Because then what if you were inside? Or what if you saw that happen no, and you just... the whole point is that you were inside. Jacob didn't get affected until he went outside. Right. Damn it, that's true. <laughs> so I know there's holes in this. There's absolutely holes in uh, this. I think if he would have been around, maybe it permeates. And so if he would have been around long enough, it would have got to him. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it's fine. I think enough people either ingest water or go outside that they're all most of them are going to get it. And there's going to be a small percentage of people who 
do not get believed when they claim that something crazy happened in New York. And they'll be hanging out with Shaw. So and they'll we'll be the see ones them next writing time. The paper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we're done with Shaw. That was not a no, completed arc. Definitely not. Shaw's here for the long run. Shaw will be here to the last movie. Mark my word. I will mark your word. Mark it down. When people say mark my word, does that ever yield any results? Does anybody go, yeah, I have officially marked. Like, how do you mark somebody's word? I just word? enjoy my words being marked. You have to go to a notary. Uh, <laughs> particularly <laughs> I'm when saying. I write about things. A notary. Melissa used to mark people's words, didn't you, Melissa? I did. You're right. That was my job. You used to be a reporter. Yep. That is that that is marking people's words. Oh, fake news. The noble art of reporting. <laughs> John, don't say that. She worked for MTV News. Everybody knows that's fake news. I want to repeat someone else's joke from last episode. I think it was John. Harry killing Voldemort is an alternative fact. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Voldemort is not back. That is the ultimate alternative fact. Honestly, if you could just send us alternative facts from the Wizarding World just to our Twitter. Oh please, my God, that's a great idea. Oh us- my God, we should do a segment. We'll Send do it all the time. Yes, that was cool. Alternative facts. Madam Puttyfoot does not charge a galleon for two teas. Alternative fact. <laughs> oh my gosh. Deep what cut. are some other? Let's make up some other alternative facts about the Wizarding World. The life and lies of Albus Dumbledore is filled with alternative facts. Oh, so many alternative facts. The Shrieking Shack is not haunted. Alternative fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Sirius Black killed the Potters. Alternative fact. John Dawlish was sandbagged. Alternative fact. Oh, no. <laughs> Nonsense. John Dawlish. The Hogshead doesn't sell expired butterbeer. Alternative fact. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, they're totally selling expired butterbeer. <laughs> so totally, totally, idea. totally. Tweet us. Yeah, send yeah, us send your us favorite your... alternative yeah. facts. Hashtag alternative fact, but don't at like well, put no, we'll at Pottercast. It's just hashtag alternative fact. Well, that's true. Pottercast, hashtag What's the hashtag, guys? How about paternative effects? How about alternative canon? How about <laughs> alternative canon? I like that. How about you just tweet with with at Pottercast in it, not the front of it. Put a dot yeah. in front if you're going to put it at the front, but in it so that you could tell, so that you could spread the word about Pottercast while also telling us your fun Wizarding World alternative facts. That's yeah. your that's your job this week, guys. At the very least, brag to your friends that you're funny joke. We also have yeah. one more newt case. So oh the my best, god, we have more newt cases. Just we had three. So the best the best properly formatted alternative fact will win the last newt case. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I just can't wait to see that guy send us a picture of like his newt case with like all of his girlfriend's shoes shoved in it. I want to see a representation of the Trump administration shoved into the newt case. Ah. I don't. Nothing. I want to see nothing. Of that administration. Well, that's that's an Little, unrealistic four years it, for you. Could you just draw? I could draw it. It just makes me This sad. might be a Photoshop challenge, but... Oh, that's fun. Hmm. Frankie, can we sort the Trump administration? Uh, I would have to do some research, and that would make me sad, but I would be down to sort them. <laughs> Wrong. It'd be a squib, Wrong. and then a squib, and then probably yeah. a squib, and maybe... Wrong. Maybe a squib. What? What minister is he most like? Are we really doing this? Because I don't think he's fudge. I think that's George W. Bush. Scrimger. Scrimger, really? Scrimger is like a grizzled, like, war guy. No, he doesn't get the credit no. to be Scrimger. Scrimger also, for better or worse, had a spine. That's true, he like, did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, he has a spine. Any Republican just... listening to this, if they haven't given up already, is gone. I kind of am okay with that. 
<laughs> kind of fire off. No. Not any, not any Republican. Trump Republican, put it that way. Yeah. Like, make America great again, people. Well, I don't want oh, them to man. go because I like to engage in conversations with them to try to understand their perspective. Because I can't. <laughs> I, do, I do too, for the most part. And I'm cool with I'm cool with Republicans in general. But there is a difference. There is a difference between mm-hmm. I disagree with you politically and I support I support hate and intolerance and deporting people who are doing nothing wrong and curbing rights for women and curbing rights for LGBTQ because people are less human than cis white het men. I don't think that that is something we are owe anybody like tolerance of. I think that that is a big discord in today. Oh, everybody's opinions are important. I'm sorry. When your opinions are full of hate and full of taking rights away from other people, no, I don't owe you a conversation. Sorry. I just, I get angry about it. Go back this. to the dungeons. Go back to the dungeons. I mean, no, Slytherins are great. Yeah, but Melissa, you're just like this like coastal elite over here in New York. You know what? Let me tell you what. Let me tell everybody. you, you know, let me tell you something else about coastal elites. <laughs> this is what, this is this is what they made up to put down people who had an education. When yep. did getting an education not qualify you to talk about things with more authority than other people? That's literally what an education does. It qualifies you to talk about things with greater authority than people who haven't got the education. Why is suddenly it a bad thing to have an education? I'm so, I can see I'm angry. I'm angry now. I'm angry. You, you, you uncorked the thing. It's out. Just annoyed. It's 1110 uh, I'd like to keep that pissed. thing in my new case. Whatever she's, that whole thing that he uncorked. <laughs> I yes. will keep going. Oh, lordy. I love it. You can see uh, Melissa in person at LeakyCon this summer, at the end of the summer in Ireland. Man. LeakyCon! <laughs> we have so many announcements coming for LeakyCon. I'm so excited. Good. You put me back in a good mood. Thank you. Yay. I <laughs> Yay. saw that some newspaper in Ireland posted about how excited they were for you guys to come out there. They did it with such a nice surprise. We had no idea that article was coming. It was very great. And we're going to have lots of great news They called you one soon. of the biggest Harry Potter conventions out there. We are the biggest Harry Potter convention exactly. out there. Yes. That is accurate. Accurate. That's not fake news. That's real news. That's fact, honestly. Fake. That's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> it's an actual fact. Can I just say that... Um, Ireland, LeakyCon. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, I mean, memories for the rest of our lives. And we only get one. Oh, LeakyCon's going to be, guys, you have no, you just, you just have no idea. <laughs> I'm so excited. We have so many things that we're about to announce, but I can't do it yet. It's going to be the best going to be we've ever huge. Had. <laughs> John. Listen, <laughs> listen. It's going to be huge. No one loves Harry Potter fans like we do. <laughs> We have the best listeners. We have the best Podcast Harry Potter the fans. Best listeners. Uh, we have no the best listeners. listeners. They're very respected. Nobody. They're very they respected. They tweet the best things. They, they tweet do. the best things. They they wear the best costumes. They do. Nobody <laughs> loves Harry Potter like we do. That's true. Zach, we can't think of better at ending our segments. We just yeah, trail Zach, off into nothing. Didn't you have? Didn't you have a thing that a, a comment for us to discuss? Did I? You know, I could find one, but did I? Did I though? <laughs> did you though? Honestly, did I? Did I, though? We had a really interesting comment from someone on Patreon that I want to read because I really appreciated it. And he was actually the person that uh, uh, asked the question from a few weeks ago about who was more powerful, Newt or uh, Dumbledore. Not Dumbledore. Who who did he, who did he, he say? It was Newt or Dumbledore, yeah. Was it? Seriously? Mm-hmm. That just sounds so ridiculous even <laughs> that repeating it. That does sound ridiculous. What's the argument for Newt? Okay. So, this is this cool guy named Moritz, all right? And he wanted to know... 
He says, I really love your thoughts on my question, Newt compared to Dumbledore. One thing, I deliberately chose the word dangerous and not powerful in my question, because in terms of magically powerful, Dumbledore is obviously way more above Newt. However, the thought that Newt's danger doesn't come from within, but from people and creatures he surrounds himself with is a really great thought. All three of you gave me a new look on the question, and I'll definitely re-listen to your answer. Thanks for answering the question. So this is a question I didn't get to answer last week. What was the actual question? He was asking about who is more dangerous, Dumbledore or Newt, and we interpreted it mostly as who was more powerful wizard and kind of gave the guy a hard time because certainly Dumbledore is hard to compare to anyone. Right. Uh, I defended you more as I did. Yeah, no, Zach thought Newt uh, had a little more power than, you know, the average assessment. Okay, so Dumbledore's most powerful, like, spell work combined with Newt just letting loose, letting all the animals out of the case. Basically. To make it very, like, simplistic. fair. I I think what Moritz is saying, just conceptually, what does Dumbledore bring to the table? A wand and a phoenix and all of his knowledge, and Newt brings his compassion and his courage and his obvious skill and his connection with all the animals, right? Well, I think the Dumbledore... Nonsense, yeah, basically. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. John's Hufflepuff. trolling for emails. But uh, no, this was the comment that I liked here because this was his follow-up because we also talked about where the energy for magic comes from. He says, the most important law of physics that stands above all others is the conservation of energy, which is right. what we were getting into in the show too. He says, at any point in time, the energy in a system remains constant. There is another law that is important. E equals mc squared. Mass over matter can be converted to energy very efficiently. Sadly, it is impossible for us normal humans at the moment. It would be an unlimited free power source. Maybe wizards simply make use of uh, that, and they simply convert mass to energy. That Hmm. might be realistic for most magics. For example, in HPPS... Uh, Philosopher's Stone, let's say that the club of the troll weighs 50 kilos and it is lifted one meter. That would be roughly 500 joules of energy needed for that in matter. So that's basically 5.563 to the uh, 10 to the 12th grams. So basically nothing. Um, So maybe it goes away from the food a wizard eats and it wouldn't even make a dent. So lifting the tons and tons of stuff seen in the Reparo scene of Fantastic Beasts wouldn't really make a dent either. The only thing that breaks this stuff is the conjuration and vanishing charms, but we could uh, abuse a very non-scientific version of dark matter uh, for that. But uh, no other alternative explanations satisfy me. You lost me in the middle of that somewhere. <laughs> I got flashbacks to college physics. No, I loved it. I loved the <laughs> me math. Too. That was awesome. That was awesome. I just, you know, you lost me a little. But I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying about the energy. Like, it has to come from someplace. The, the, the system right. being a constant. So do, does magic follow the normal physical laws of the universe is basically what he's asking. That's basically the question. That, that's what we were arguing about last week, too, because... And we talked about this, like, you got a spell that can create water, you know, from your wand. What's the limit to that? Could you take care of the drinking water for a whole village? Could you, you know, do you even need plumbing at that point? You know, what are the limits and what are you pulling from to get this to uh, We've talked at some point, right, about, like, why don't wizards, do wizards owe a debt to 
going and fixing muggle things that they could fix you yeah, know and exactly. so why don't they do that and i know hagrid says yeah we're better left off on our own but how do you say that when one wizard could go to somalia and make the the land fertile right but you know listen it's you know we gotta remember that the the, the wizarding world uh is first Okay, we need to make the wizarding world great again before we can worry about <laughs> this is what I'm saying. anybody else. No, but this is this is act like this is like is the wizarding world theory yeah. nationalist na- and isolationist. Yeah, exactly. Guys, we're breaking the Reddit rules. Right <laughs> we're, we're shitting all over the Reddit rules right now. In Aragon, that book series, I really like how they handled magic. Magic in that universe takes the same amount of energy to do by magic than physically. And so if you were to cast a spell that you were not strong enough to do, it would drain you of your life force until you die. And so there was a one part in the, and so not that I think it works like that in Harry Potter, but it could be like the safety version of that. There's a part in the book where he tries to command this, the sand to turn into water and he nearly passes out and dies. And this guy saves him because he had to make the atomic structure of a of an item change and that took so much energy from him and so his teacher Mm -hmm. told him then to like don't do that dig a hole and then summon the moisture in the ground and the air to put to pool right there and so that takes minuscule energy because it's it's water you to move water of that amount is nothing it's just you Mm -hmm. have precision with magic and so if in this universe if it's kind of like a safety like aguamente like maybe augmented wouldn't work if you were hovering over a volcano. You know what I mean? Because like there's just no moisture mm. in that air. Maybe augmente only pulls moisture from the air around you. Maybe I don't mm. think so. Sounds like water bending. No water bending. You have to have water. It's a very neat idea, though. I think that that's. I mean, I mean, what else would it be? Does it just invent molecules? Does do molecules burst because out of the wand she- literally? Yeah, because she almost like kind of retcons her her rules in the seventh book when they're like hungry and starving. She's like, oh, you can't create something that's not there when there's a refilling charm they use all the time. And so like it has to be right. coming from something like before they make the excuse that Dumbledore is just refilling stuff. But when it comes to Harry refilling Slughorn's like mead or whatever that he liked, like he doesn't have a source he's pulling from unless it it's knows true. to pull from a source. Like if the safety quote unquote is on. And like, mm. so like she, I know she had to retcon it a bit just to up the stakes for the seventh book because otherwise it's like, oh no, they're camping with magic. It's fine. You know, yeah. like, like, well, I could have done with them not struggling with camping. They are magicians or the wizards after all. I don't know why they didn't just bring a nuke case. <laughs> they did have the big tent <laughs> though. Be the easiest camping ever. Right though. With all Hermione's, like, everything in a in a bag, you know, in her endless bag, I think they could have done more with that in that mm. time, right? And with that magic. She could have carried Harry around in her bag. Yeah, she could have. Hmm. Disguised herself and carried the other ones. Speaking of new cases, in a bag. do the new cases take upon more weight when you add more things into them, or is it a constant weight? Or does it only weigh whatever the contents of the safe for nomage uh contents would be i imagine a weight displacement charm is part of the complexity of the spell like if they did it wrong because like hermione was running around that little bag with full of books and so part of that charm work which they set up to be really complicated i'd imagine has to have some sort of like levitation that's altered a bit so that 
weight is displaced. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? And what would happen if somebody were to tear into the side of the bag? I would love to would think if everything just starts to erupt out. I don't think that's leaf. possible. If it were to happen, I would love it if all the stuff would start to kind of like, it's kind of like a vacuum in space. Like you open up, the, it's just like <laughs> stuff just yeah, starts spitting out of so it. That's so cool. If it were to happen. But I yeah, imagine they were trying to, to make like it stronger. If fiend fire spell inside the case, would it start to mess up the walls of the case? From the inside out? I don't know. How do you escape if you're trapped in the new case? Well, he should have built in an exit just like, you know, National Treasure. They talk about the Masons. They're like, they always built an exit. (laughs) (laughs) Newt Newt should have built an exit. All of it just makes perfect sense. It all just makes sense to me. The flying car. All right. Well, well, it's another week at Hogwarts, gang. Thanks for joining us. Pottercast is still back. It's 2017. We've done. Oh, guys, this is a good old stretch we've got going. Good, nice little streak going here. Wonderful. Cool streak, Pottercast. You didn't think we'd do it, but here we are. Here we are. Um, what is something you would like to see us tackle in 2017? So many things. Can we just talk about how good book five is? It's my favorite book. Two of us' favorite book is book five. John, what's your favorite? Mm. My favorite's not book five. Oh. What's your least favorite, huh? No, my least I don't. I like book one and book seven. I think my least favorite is one, but I like it. What? I love it, but you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I love them all. Rude. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Melissa's favorite is six. Nope. No. Nope. It used to be. Seven is my favorite. Yeah, it was Uh, my favorite before book seven. See, seven I always, okay, when I ask people their favorite book, I almost want to say you can't pick seven. If you can't pick seven, what's your favorite book? Hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, I hesitate to say seven is my favorite, too, because it's a wonderful book. It's so different than the experience of the other books, so I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, without seven, my favorite is three. Nice. Three is yeah. so good. Yeah. Three was, three, like, rolled on casters. It was just so, so tight true. and and just so exciting. It was mm-hmm. just, like, all of it was exciting, but three especially just was in, like, the pocket. Yeah. Three was great. All right. Don't forget to send us in your submissions for your Potter alternative fact. So you might win the last of the snoot cases and put all of your shoes and whatever the hell else you want inside of it. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow, Frankie. We missed it. Bye, Free. I confess myself disappointed. Now. If you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. (laughs) 